0: my seven chakras episode 84 those who teach more sell
1: more the seven chakras swirling vortices of energy positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head for thousands of years this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple what are the functions of these energy centers And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 Chakras. And now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumara.
0: What's happening, action takers? AJ here and once again, without fail... We meet again on this epic journey that we call Human Revolution. Now, it's a human revolution. It's not a trip. It's not a travel. It's not a change, but a human revolution. And as you look back at your current situation, no matter what it is, and then you look at your future situation, where you want to be, where you want to go, or how you want to feel, and then you try to estimate what are those tools, practices, habits, and strategies that will help you get there. That's what we're trying to do. And to get you those practices and tools and habits and strategies, That's my job. And I promise you, I will do whatever it takes to get that knowledge that will enable you to make it happen. But before that, I need to understand more about you. And I plan to do so through a really, really simple survey called the Human Revolution 2016, which contains just one question, just one. What is your single biggest frustration or passion when it comes to alternative healing? So don't wait any longer. In fact, you can pause this episode, visit our website, my7chakras.com survey. I repeat, my7chakras.com slash survey and take this two to three minute long survey is just one question. We can always join you on the other side of the survey, but this information will be really critical for me to serve you. So don't delay, take action and let's get you some more inspiring and transformational content. And today, action takers, I am really stoked to bring you our featured guest, Mike Weenie. So, Mike, are you ready to inspire?
1: Yes, I am, AJ.
0: Awesome. So, Mike Weeney, founder of transformingstigma.com, is a sought after mental health stigma expert, keynote speaker, and a professional drummer. He delivers entertaining, engaging, and educational experiences to conferences and events throughout the world. So Mike, take about a minute and tell us a little bit more about you and your story.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me and hello to your listeners out there. I'm excited to spend some time with you today. I am a mental health speaker. I talk about mental health and the stigma surrounding it. It's a subject that people have a real difficult time with, holds many people back. People struggle with things like depression, anxiety, schizophrenia all these other things. And it really, really gets in the way of happiness and relationships for many people. So I share my own story with others of struggling through mental health challenges, how I've learned to cope and live a very happy, successful life. And I'm actually a trained drummer. I'm a drummer. I love to hit stuff and make noise and make music. And so I get to do that with adults around the world in the workplace. And it's really, really exciting. So I have a a very fun job. of either talking about my issues are hitting stuff.
0: (laughs) Wonderful. Thanks a lot for that warm intro. So Mike, you regularly inspire people through your keynote speeches, including your TEDx speech, through workshops and seminars, and through your drumming skills. So you are no stranger to some powerful inspiration. So before we begin today's episode, let me ask you this. What is your favorite inspirational quote? And give us an example of how you apply this quote
1: to your life. Um, There's a quote that has been coming into my work life where like many of you out there, I want to improve at work and make more money and be more successful. And the quote is from a guy by the name of Jay Baer and his name is actually spelled B-A-E-R. And the quote goes like this, those who teach more, sell more. And what it's really inspired me to do is think of myself as a servant and really try to serve people at the highest level possible and add value to their lives in any way that I can. And I have actually seen a direct correlation with an increase in my income as I've learned to serve people more. And it's been a great thing for the spirit and and also great for my career and bank account.
0: Wonderful. In fact, action takers, teaching is a noble profession because it not only requires your knowledge, but also your patience and your empathy. So if you learned something new, a new skill that you learned recently, try teaching or training somebody because in the process, not only will you benefit somebody else's life, but that information will be instilled within you in a much stronger way. So thanks a lot for sharing that powerful quote, Mike.
1: You're welcome. Thank you.
0: So let's dive right in. What inspired you to start your website, transformingstigma.com?
1: It was actually inspired by having a mental health breakdown in 2011. As I said before, I have struggled with depression, anxiety, obsessive compulsive disorder my entire life. And it really caused a lot of challenges as a child. And as an adult, I thought things were okay, but I started to really develop some bad pain, trouble with people, trouble with my thinking. And I wanted to take my own life in 2011. And as I was looking for help, one of the things that I realized was that part of the issue with having mental health issues is that you don't want to tell anybody about it. Mm -hmm. So if you and I became Friends, AJ, which I could totally see you and me being friends. You know, I would have to worry what's going to happen when AJ finds out about my history with mental health he's not going to want to be friends with me so i realized that there are many people in this world who go through their life with the shame surrounding mental health and i decided that i was going to use my website as a tool to help others like me and in the process it's actually helped me live a much happier life
0: now to help our audience get a better understanding what is your definition of the word stigma
1: Stigma is, by the definition, according to Webster's Dictionary, it's a mark of shame. And stigma is when people judge themselves, uh, think negative feelings about themselves, um, or they do that with others. They think negative feelings about others, judge others, or discriminate against others because they are different. Mm-hmm. You know, If uh, you and I are, are hanging out at our favorite restaurant and someone's just acting a little bit strange, we're going to want to move our table and not be around them because we're judging them at some level. And that's what happens all the time when we don't even realize we're doing it. So a lot of times when someone is different, it's not a bad thing. And if we feel that we are the person that's different, it really is a scary feeling because we're tribal people by nature. We all want to be part of a group, even if we're introverts. We want to be part of a group, and if we feel the slightest threat that we cannot be part of the group, that we're going to be judged or pushed away, we're going to protect that. And that's one of the reasons that a lot of people in a lot of cultures have a lot of shame around mental health issues.
0: Mm-hmm. So basically, it's the discrimination just because somebody's different. And obviously, like you mentioned, it's not a bad thing. But I think it makes sense that when and such a situation is happening that the people around take some time to really walk in the other person's shoes and show empathy, but not sympathy.
1: Right. And, and something, you know, you just said, it's also true, even when it comes to alternative forms of healing and therapy, mm-hmm. a lot of times there's a stigma against that because people don't understand what it's about. That's true. And we, we as people have trouble with things we don't understand. That's, that's true for every human being on the planet. We don't understand it. We really get frustrated and confused and want to be away from it. So it's really, really important to identify that certain things in life, we're not going to totally understand and that's okay.
0: So Mike, you mentioned that you've struggled with mental health challenges your entire life. And one of the practices that really helped you is meditation, particularly primordial sound meditation. So firstly, what is primordial sound meditation?
1: Well, uh, like many people, I was on a journey to figure out ways of helping myself, again, find happiness, become more successful, be healthier. And in my reading, I'm a big fan of reading books. I learned that successful people from many cultures, many different religions, many backgrounds practice this thing called meditation. And first I had trouble with the idea of it because I figured I can't even sit still and concentrate and for years I would try different forms of meditation but a few years ago I had the honor of working with a private teacher from the Chopra Center um, to teach me privately primordial sound meditation which is an ancient Hindu Ayurvedic form of meditation where a sound that happened in the universe at the day and time that you were born Mm -hmm. according to Ayurveda is the sound that you should be repeating in your head as a mantra when you meditate and I have my sound and if you did it, you'd probably have a different sound and the cool thing is you can never tell your your mantra to anyone. It's your private mantra and you basically sit in a chair, get comfortable and start repeating your sound and your body immediately goes into a sleep-like state. It's pretty amazing.
0: Wonderful. So you mentioned that you were on a journey to figure out ways to change your life. And I love that you refer to your situation as a journey. When you say journey, it sounds so empowering and exciting because you know that you're here and you accept it, but then you realize that this is where you want to go. And then you mentioned that you met a lot of people along the way, along with the person from the Chopra Center who taught you primordial meditation. Now, I'm curious how, like you mentioned, that is a sound when you were born, right? How do you go about finding out what that sound is?
1: Well, the way you do it is you have to go through getting a a teacher through the Chopra Center and they have a process of doing it. I think you can find the sounds online, but really it's kind of difficult. The Chopra system has a computer that can figure it all out. But all I know is that when I did that first meditation, repeating that mantra, when I woke up, I was crying and I felt like I had an orgasm at the same time. And it was a feeling I've never felt anything like that before. And each day I I meditate, you know, it does so much. For you, In addition to just relaxing you, just on a medical level, it's known to relax you. And I live in New York City where there's a lot of noise and busyness and stress. And sometimes if you could picture this to to the listeners out there, picture me in busy New York City, sitting in a park, quietly meditating and feeling complete inner calm. It's an amazing thing. So that's one of the ways that it really, really helps. In addition, it's known to have benefits on sleep and cardiovascular health and, you know, your cholesterol, things like that. But the other thing is for me, I'm a very spiritual person. And I believe that for me, meditation and silence connect me with my higher power. And other people might not feel that way and just see it as simply a thing to do to relax. And that's fine. But for me, it's been very, very powerful on my journey.
0: Mm-hmm. No, there are many forms and types of meditation, right? But mm-hmm. let's talk specifically about primordial sound meditation. Are there any advantages of this type of meditation over the others that are available?
1: That's a great question. A great book that I would recommend any of you who are listening to this, uh, check out. It's a book called How to Meditate by Lawrence LaShawn. And the book is actually a great explanation of the different styles of meditation and why they exist with quick examples of each from so many different cultures around the world. And ultimately, when it comes to meditation, like exercise and many other things in life, you have to try to find different ones that work for you. You know, you might try primordial sound meditation and think it's the absolute worst thing in the world. It's very similar to a a popular style called transcendental meditation that was uh, founded by Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, who really popularized the style of meditation. I think it was in the late 60s, 70s.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, Mike, through the show, I've interacted with numerous people on social media and in you know face-to-face. What I've found is sometimes, especially for somebody starting out, meditation is just not easy. It's hard to focus. There's so much internal mental chatter and people tend to get distracted really easy, Right. So what advice do you have for somebody who's tried meditation in the past, but is finding it really, really difficult?
1: Uh, First of all, if you are listening to this and finding it difficult, that is normal. It's totally normal. Everyone loses concentration. The goal of meditation is not, in my opinion, to completely focus and Mm -hmm. eliminate all distraction. It's to try to get my attention back when it loses focus. It's going into the meditation, understanding that I'm going to lose concentration because I've got 20 other things on my mind. So if you are starting out meditating and you're not feeling that you can focus, just by sitting there and just doing it, you're doing so many amazing things for yourself. And I encourage you, to really stick with it, keep doing it. It's a process, not a destination.
0: Awesome. So a big salute to all the action takers listening to this episode. It's normal to find it difficult. As you mentioned, Mike, the goal is to have that focus to get your attention back again and again. When you lose it, when your mind gets distracted, thinking about your grocery list or picking up your kids from school, just keeping, you know, making that effort to get your attention back. And as you try, as you move on, as you practice, I'm sure you're going to get better and better. But the fact that you're listening to the show right now, taking steps to get better, means that you're going in a very positive direction. So Mike, for someone listening to the show right now, who really wants to try out and learn meditation. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about some of the benefits of meditation as a whole, right? Uh, If you could break down the benefits of meditation into short term, maybe immediately after meditating and then the long term as well.
1: Sure. Well, first, when you start meditation, immediately you will feel different. You'll feel relaxed right away. And a simple meditation that many people do is just counting their breaths. Maybe just every time you breathe in and out, you know, you say one and you go up to the number four and then just repeat. Repeat that again. That's a very simple form of meditation. And it's all about just focusing on one thing. There are certain styles where you can focus on just a candle, but the idea to remember for benefits is that number one, you're going to feel relaxed immediately after. You're also going to reduce stress right away. So if you're having a busy, stressful, chaotic day and you go sit under a tree for five minutes and just focus on your breathing, I guarantee it will set a whole different tone for your day. So immediately right away, you will feel better. Over the long term, people have reduced their High blood pressure, people have reduced their cholesterol, have gotten just better overall health, better digestive health from the process of meditating. And for me, what I have found is that it's opened up so many doors for miracles and abundance to happen in my life. And for those of you that are very spiritual out there, you know what I mean when I say abundance and miracles, just many amazing things happen when I meditate. I can't explain it. I don't understand it. It is what it is.
0: Absolutely. I completely agree. Like there's a limit to how much you can explain. After a certain point, somebody has to try it. And once they get it, then they feel it, but they can't explain it, obviously. But then as you mentioned, it's all about listening, taking action and feeling the benefits. Now, Mike, you're a professional drummer. And one of the ways that I noticed that you engage with your audience is by something called interactive drumming. Is that correct?
1: Yes, yes, it is. (laughs) That really intrigued me. What's that? All about. <laughs> so a lot of times when I get to do events... I get hired not only to speak, but also to lead a workshop where every single person has a percussion instrument. So picture an event, like a big conference with 300 people, and each of them have a percussion instrument in their hand. It is fun, AJ. We get to play a groove together, and I get to see people come together and unify with one beat. What's really interesting is so many people who do this the first time think, why am I doing this? I don't have rhythm. A lot of adults feel like like they don't have rhythm. Yeah. And I always say to any adult that's listening, if you think you don't have rhythm, you're wrong. Because when we were babies, one of the first things that we all did as babies is took our hands and tapped. So technically, we were all drummers in the beginning. And so... I I really like to see the adults come together and play rhythm together and feel a sense of unity. And for a lot of us who are struggling in different parts of our lives, sometimes we feel that we're just torn apart and we need to be whole again, or we want to feel a sense of wholeness. And when I do the drumming, it allows a big group of people that might be even strangers to each other to feel a profound sense of unity. I really love getting to see that, getting to lead that, and getting to see the smiles and sometimes even the tears in people's eyes when they feel a sense of gratitude for it in the end.
0: Beautiful, so every member of the audience gets a drum?
1: Yes, wow. so I have to ship a lot of instruments. When I, <laughs> you know. And, and at first, when I was doing this, I was trying to bring all my instruments on the plane, but now I use uh, services we have here in the United States, UPS and, and FedEx. So basically the, the hotel that I'm staying at gets these huge boxes the size of refrigerators coming mm-hmm. in with all my instruments whenever I come. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: Absolutely. And I've also heard that drumming constantly helps you tap into your higher self, helps you tap into your subconscious. Because I recently heard some shamanic drumming. And so they have the, you know, the constant drums Mm -hmm. from time to time. And that really helps you meditate and attain a state of bliss.
1: Absolutely. And I think there's something you you reminded me that in meditation itself, it's all about repeating something, whether that's repeating a count or repeating a mantra or anything else. And drumming is the same thing, repeating something. And for a A lot of you out there who are looking to take your life to the next level, think about repetition. Repetition is a wonderful thing to help us improve and develop skills. And if there's something you're trying to work on, simply repeating it will help you start to achieve
0: it. Absolutely. I really agree with this because you are what you do on a consistent basis, action taker. Sometimes you set a plan and you do it one week, second week, third week, or the fourth week. You just don't feel like doing it. You got to do it because only after repetition does it become one with you. It becomes a part of you, becomes a habit. And once you get that habit going in, then you will love the process and you see major results as well. Now, Mike, your story is really inspiring and you share a story strong bond with the people that you help because as you mentioned you're teaching and sharing based on your own struggles mm-hmm. with mental health you've been there you faced your challenges and you came out triumphant but for somebody starting out the ultimate breakthrough can seem really overwhelming and complex so to help build some momentum is there a health tip that you'd like to share with our audience that they could try out immediately
1: oh that's a great question i think it's really important and then we're going to talk more about this later for everyone out there listening to develop a morning routine for themselves. And the reason I think a morning routine is good, even if your morning routine is only making your bed, let's just say that's all you feel like you can do is just make your bed. And that's your one minute morning routine. There's something about making a commitment and keeping a commitment to yourself that builds self-esteem. So it goes back to what we were just talking about with habits and consistency. But for any of you looking for that breakthrough before you can get there, You have to develop a relationship of trust with yourself and self-esteem. And I believe that self-esteem and self-confidence come from making and keeping small commitments to yourself. So let's just say you've never heard of this thing called a morning routine. And you decide for the next seven days that you are going to make your bed every single day. Mm -hmm. And... I guarantee at the end of that week, you're going to feel better about other things in your life too. Other things are going to start to move forward. It happens really fast. So it's really important in my opinion to start a morning routine and start to get small victories in your life.
0: Well, thanks a lot for that powerful health tip. Now, that which does not kill us makes us stronger. There's a wonderful quote by Friedrich Nietzsche. No matter how many times I hear this quote, it never ceases to instill within me the empowering wisdom that no matter what happens to us if we are alive after going through that experience it means that the universe has presented with us or presented in front of us at life lesson so that we can either be weaker as a result or be stronger than ever before to jump back to fight back it all depends on us uh, speaking about a challenging experience mike take us back to a time when you faced a major challenge what were you feeling at that instant and then how did you overcome it
1: well in 2011 I found myself in a lot of emotional pain and I I don't want to go into take too much time into this. And you all can learn about this on my website when you check it out. But when it comes to depression for me, it's not just sadness. It's a feeling of physical pain because I'm so sad every day. Whether life is going good, whether I just made a lot of money or not, does not matter. And it's something that I have to live through and battle through every day. And it can make it very difficult to get up in the morning and wanna do work and take care of myself. And in 2011, I was really struggling with depression and anxiety at the same time. And I was just having a lot of trouble functioning in my life and I really wanted to end my own life. And things were just really, really bad. And one day I called a mental health professional because that's what you should do if you're having uh, any kind of mental health issue. And she had known me for a while and she she said to me, she said, how about I hire you to be my speaker at, at an event? And I don't think she was understanding what I was saying. I was trying to tell her I needed help because I wanted to end my life and I was angry and and sad and, and I needed help. And all she responded back to me with was, I'd like you to be my speaker. And the beautiful thing that ended up happening is I became a speaker for her event. And that changed the course of my mental health journey. And it also changed my career. And I didn't think about it at the time. In fact, at that time, I was frustrated because she wasn't listening to me and I was hitting a wall. But looking back, it was an opportunity. And sometimes when we have a challenge before us, we don't realize that it's an opportunity till after the fact. So I encourage any of you listening right now who has a challenge, a plateau, a wall that you're hitting, is to realize that if you choose to look at it as an opportunity, you just might see some real gold in it.
0: So looking back now, what is that one major life lesson that our listeners can take away from your story?
1: One life lesson. Wow. (laughs) Um, I'm going to give you a quote that um, has always, always really led me to a good place. And it's from Dr. Stephen Covey from the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And the quote is this, vision is greater than baggage. We all have stuff in our lives that feels like baggage, weighing us down, causing us pain. But the thing that will make us rise above it is a vision in our mind of something greater. And sometimes you have to force yourself to go there, but it has to start in your mind, thinking about something that's bigger than your current situation or current problem.
0: So thank you so much for sharing this story with us. What I learned from your experience is that no matter what our current challenges, whether it's depression, anxiety, or maybe if it's financial challenges, sometimes life or the universe has its own way of presenting us an opportunity, like in your case, the opportunity of speaking in public at a seminar. And if you take it, we can experience a breakthrough. But the key thing to realize action takers is that the opportunity of a lifetime must be seized within the lifetime of that opportunity. So thanks a lot for sharing. And what also comes to my mind is Going through a major challenge or obstacle is sometimes going through fire. You can either let it burn you or you can learn to embrace the fire and use it to fire up your passion. Because just as John McAnulty once emphatically exclaimed, there is a fire inside. Sit down beside it, watch the flames, the ancient flickering dance of yourself. So I have to ask you this question, Mike, have you found your life's purpose? And if yes, what is your life's purpose?
1: My life purpose is to empower people to connect with each other more authentically. And I do that in two ways. I do that with my drumming, when I do my group drumming, and when I do my mental health presentations, because you have to work on your relationship with yourself before you can connect with others. And so it's something that I ask myself every day. Actually, a good question for you action takers out there. How can you help and how can you serve? I ask myself that every morning. I guarantee if you ask that, you will eventually arrive at your life's purpose and not even realize that you got to it.
0: So looking back at your life now, was there ever a particular moment beyond which you were pretty confident this path is what you were going to take. Let's hear that story.
1: You know, there. I truthfully, I have these moments all the time. And I think whenever I speak and see people get inspired and come to me and give me a big hug and, and, and want to share their story with me, those are the moments where I know I'm doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. The other thing that happens is a lot of times when I'm playing music, I lose track of time. And I'm a big believer in the idea that when you lose track of time. You are operating in your life's purpose, or as the Hindu faith likes to say, Dharma. It's a very, very important place to be.
0: Mm -hmm. thanks a lot for sharing that with us and with that like everything comes to an end we have finally arrived at the wisdom round which by the way is a rapid fire round so are you ready i am ready (laughs) so diving back into your memories what is the best advice that someone has ever given you
1: is to do your best and believe in yourself no matter what
0: so habits can either make you or break you so name a personal habit that keeps you strong
1: When you wake up in the morning, exercise, get your body moving, even if it's for two minutes around the block.
0: Mm -hmm. And I've been waiting for this. So what is your morning ritual like?
1: My morning routine. Okay. I'm going to try to keep this nice and brief. Um, Great (laughs) book that you should all check out called The Miracle Morning, which talks about morning routines. And it has an acronym that taught me called Life Savers, S-A-V-E-R-S. S stands for silence for me, that's meditation. A stands for affirmations. V stands for visualization. E stands for exercise. R stands for reading. And the last S stands for scribing. So each morning, I make it a point to do those six things before I start my day. And it really sets a Powerful tone for the day.
0: Wonderful. So if you could recommend one book for our listeners, just one, what would it be?
1: I'm going to actually recommend a book by Deepak Chopra that continues to help me to this day. And it's a very fast read and very good read. It's called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Dr. Deepak Chopra.
0: Now, our action takers know that the show notes can be viewed by visiting our website, my 7 slash 84. That's my7chakras.com slash eight. Four. And Action Tribe, if you believe that sharing is caring, share the love by sharing this episode with your friends and family over social media. The link again is my7chakras.com 84. So Mike, thanks a ton for sharing your wisdom on our show today. Before you go, tell us one thing that you are totally grateful for. And also tell us the best way that we can learn more about you online.
1: You know, I'm grateful for you, AJ. I'm grateful for this opportunity. And I'm just so impressed with the work. work. Work you're doing, and grateful that you're serving so many people and I just find it very inspiring and it really has lifted my spirits if you'd like to learn more about me again my name is Mike Vini and the website is transformingstigma.com again that's transformingstigma.com I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn Instagram and I always welcome people to reach out to me so if you have any questions on any of the things that we discussed today or you'd like to say hello please feel free to contact me
0: so listeners and action takers if If you have any question about meditation, making a change in your life, about mental health or anything like that, then you can visit transformingstigma.com. We'll have the link on the show note as well. So you can go onto the website and reach out directly to Mike, who I'm sure will help you. Also, if you want to know more about drumming and interactive drumming, that's a good uh, reason to check out the website, transformingstigma.com as well. So Mike, thank you so much for coming on our show, talking to us about Primordial Sound meditation and mental health and taking us one step closer to a human revolution
1: thank you aj and thank you to the listeners out there you're listening to my seven chakras go to my S-E-V-E-N, download your free gift get inspired and take action transform your life today